the Meat Improv. Hello and welcome to the Meat Improv with me, Josh Simpson. And me, Jake Jabor. The Meat is the improv and storytelling podcast where we bring on guests to tell true meaty stories from their lives. And then what do we do with those stories, Jake? Uh, we use those stories as inspiration for long-form, improvised, comedic scenes. That's right. If you'd like to support the show, we have a Patreon, patreon.com slash The Meat Improv. Jake and I do two prob on there and discuss different things we're teaching or different approaches. Last week, we talked about second beats and then did a bunch of second beats off a scene we did together. So if you're a nerd and that interests you, <laughs> patreon.com slash The Meat Improv is where you can get it, as well as access to our Discord channel. Uh, so there you go. Let's get into the show part of the show. The reason we're all here today, it's Meet Cute Month. Here at the Meet Improv, uh, where usually for the last four years, we've brought in real life couples uh, to talk about their relationships and such. Uh, we're switching it up for the second time this month a little bit. <laughs> last week, we had me and my girlfriend on, which, you know, fulfilled my lifelong dream of being a guest on my own show. Uh, um, but this week, we have uh, hosts of uh their very own podcasts they're coming back for the second time maybe our last guests are maybe our last in-person guest i don't know if that's official i think um, it's official that's <gasps> official uh it was one of the last places i went before <laughs> same <laughs> never leaving my home again <laughs> uh, uh, let's introduce you uh the podcast is called i love rom-coms right <laughs> we yes love- I love, I love rom-coms. Rom-coms. Okay. Based on P.S. I Love You, which is a movie I cried in when I saw in oh, theaters. Yeah! Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry about that. Uh, Allie Jennings, <laughs> Mia Schaffler, welcome to the show. <gasps> thank oh you God, for thank having you so us. much for having Maya. us. Mia. Uh, Mia. <laughs> Good God. <laughs> I don't know if you noticed when we started the Zoom chat, uh, <laughs> but I literally crawled out of a hole. and <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how to interact with people. Uh, oh, no one does. <laughs> I, I've forgotten how. Oh, it's, it's hard. I w- I went on a walk and I ran into two people I know. And <laughs> after we like chatted for a little bit, I walked away and was like, I think I was staring at them <laughs> in a way that was like, I haven't seen a person like from the neck down in a long time. Like <laughs> I got very self-conscious that I had been like, yeah, like uh, checking them out, doing like a once like, over. Like, yeah. Like, mm-hmm. oh, how was the last nine months been? Have you uh, <laughs> struggled with uh, maintaining a level of weight that you're comfortable with? Like not uh, judgmental <laughs> <was> <laughs> go-to. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Maybe not my go-to, but it was a thing of just like, I, and the thing about Zoom is like it, you can look directly at someone and it never feels like you're making eye contact with anybody or whatever. Uh, But like in person, I feel like I was just like, uh, like, like a bird in a zoo or something. Like, uh, when people come by, um, I got very self-conscious that they were like, I feel like he just ogled us for five minutes um hopefully it's all in my head but no way to know i i had an i had a similar experience where i went to a friend's uh social distance birthday party in a park and it was like 
a couple of people were like throwing around a ball <laughs> and they like, cause again, like wh- why are we throwing a ball around? Like we're adults, but it was confusing and hard. And somebody threw the ball to me and was like, Allie catch. And I just know <laughs> I curled up into a small <laughs> ball and turned my back so that the ball ricocheted <laughs> off my back. And I went, no. And then they were like, uh, and it wasn't funny. It wasn't like a, oh, what a fun bit. It was like a, a real reaction that I had. Um, and they were like kind of confused and upset. And I I just was like, I can't touch something that you've touched. And then it got really <laughs> awkward and sad. And they're like, oh, of course, of course. Yeah. We're in a pandemic. You don't have to touch the ball. And then I left the party because <laughs> I just, <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> uh, that, um, I had that happen to me yesterday. I was taking another walk <laughs> and a woman was walking two dogs and on her phone. And <laughs> the one of the dogs like ran and she dropped one of the leashes And it like got tangled in the other leash, but it was like loose and it Mm. was right in my like uh, where I was walking in the direction. And I went to grab the leash and she was like, no, don't. And I was like, don't. And she was like, no, no, thank you. And I like had already had it in my hand and I was like, "Okay," And I just let it go and was like. She really like scolded me in a way that I was like reflected on like, what should I have done? Should I have, I guess I should have said like, would you like help? But I just was like, either I'm going to walk right over your disaster as if I don't care, or I'm going to pick up the leash. But again, it's a quarantine or whatever. And she freaked at me picking up the leash. Uh, And so then I just dropped the leash and then was like, did I overstep? Um, So it's going to be weird when we're all let out of our cages. Um, (laughs) Yeah, I'm never going back. (laughs) I'm staying inside. (laughs) I think so. (laughs) I'm already having a hard time. Like I was, as Jake knows, since I use his Showtime account, I I watch the show Jesus and Meryl a lot. And uh, (laughs) uh, they showed a clip from like, they had Stacey Abrams on and then they showed a clip from the first time they interviewed her like in person. And I'm at the point where I saw the first clip and I was like, Whoa, that's weird. Like the, like the regular (laughs) format of the show. Do you know what I mean? Like I'm too used to this now. I like, I, uh, I don't know. Uh, (laughs) I don't know. I don't think it's going to be like flipping a switch and being like, all right, cool. We're back. Like, oh. no, we're, yeah. we're, we're like dogs now. Like all the dogs are broken. Cause they've had to spend, like they've spent all this time at home. So now they're like, <laughs> they have to be completely recalibrated after this. And we're like dumb dogs. And it's like, no, we are the dogs. <laughs> we <Yeah>. are, we <laughs> are broken. Anytime I see anyone in real life, we both apologize. Like I ran into someone, um, I hadn't seen for a few years recently and they were like, sorry, I'm shouting. I don't talk to anyone. <laughs> Mm-hmm. It's just like, yeah, it's like, yeah, I don't I have no judgment because I don't even want to same. I'm like used to this, this distance, this mm-hmm. little box. I'm comfortable with it. You're right. It's not real eye contact. I don't know how to make real eye contact anymore. And I don't want to. 
<laughs> yeah. It's hard. Comfortable. Oh. It is difficult. Super weird. And that's an interesting thing you said, Jake, about like even when you're making eye contact on Zoom, like you're not. Because like right now I'm looking right in Jake's eyes, but I'm not looking <laughs> into my camera. So it just looks like I'm I hadn't really thought of that. <laughs> but, it's, yeah, it, it's disturbing when you realize because you your brain tricks you into thinking we're making eye contact. And when you realize you're not, you're like, okay. yeah, <laughs> also like one thing that is going to be an interesting I don't know. I realized this last week is just like the ability to vanish, like right after something's done, (laughs) you know, like after this podcast is done, we're all like, all right, see you later. (laughs) And then we all instantly are just (laughs) gone and back in our homes. Like, whereas like in a usual scenario, it's like, (laughs) all right, I guess we're all walking to our car. (laughs) Like that small, like (laughs) the first time I have to do that is probably going to be like, like death. It's <laughs> oh, I was just yeah. telling Allie I had to do this with a neighbor this week. It was the most horrible oh, thing in the yes. world. It was like I said goodbye at the elevator and then we walked halfway down the hall together. And then I turned to be like, I didn't realize we're still walking. And then he was like going into his apartment. It's like I hate. You were this. shouting after him. It was so he just like. I didn't mean to head. make this weird. Mia <laughs> um, uh, then like saying like, "Isn't this so awkward?" And it's like, "No, don't. We don't say it because uh, if you say it, it comes true." Yeah, it's uh, it was really bad. And just to circle back to that leash dog moment, Jake, I, someone, I've had that happen to me twice during quarantine. And one time this woman just was like waving at me and let me come return her dog to her home. So I, it's like, you sometimes it's the right move. I think her dog ran at me and I picked up my dog and then grabbed her dog's leash. And she was just like waving at me. And then I like brought it back to her. She was like, thanks. So I think, I think you got, I think you should save the dog. Thanks. I think you should save the dog. Thanks. I think so uh, too. Um, thanks. I was uh, going to go ahead. You have something. No. I was going to switch subjects, but so, but Oh, I was ahead, a little Jake. bit too. I, I was going to talk about rom-coms. I was going to say, has this come up in the rom-com conversation for you both of the impact oh, yeah. that this has had on romantic comedies or romance? Is that what you're going to say? No, but I I think it's a good segue, good segue as any. Uh, you're the rom com experts, yeah. What do you think? What do you think? <laughs> oh, what's this going to do for rom coms and romance? Or yeah, I guess even the way I think of it is like, is a meet cute now? Like thinking so, someone has like a cute like bridge to their nose or something. <laughs> like, like oh. oh yeah. Well, here's an example of a Zoom uh, meet cute or like a, a like a or like a re-meet cute. And um, this is like a platonic friendship one. But I was telling Allie that I uh, was in I'm in an acting class and I'm in the second acting class and we have to go to a Google Doc to schedule rehearsal. And I accidentally went to the first class Google Doc <laughs> and I saw our a mutual friend of ours in that Google Doc. And I was like, Funny running into you in this Google Doc. Like you go here virtually. It's like so sad. So I was like, oh my God, I ran into you in that Google Doc I wasn't supposed to be in. So are you like typing this in the Google Doc? (laughs) I thought about it. I thought about it and then I DM'd them on Instagram. Okay. That makes more sense. It was like 
was like, oh my God, I saw you in the Google Doc. Um, so I think right where we had a listener write in about a real moment where they did that on a subway, where they saw someone they recognized on a subway and afterwards called them and were like, were you on the subway? Now it's like, were you in the Google Doc? And that's, <laughs> that's an adjustment I think we're making. Yeah. <clears throat> I've had the opposite happen where people be like, Hey, I saw you down at blankety blank. I'm like, no, you didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I've been in my home. <laughs> yeah. Like someone's like, hey, were you just in Silver Lake? I'm like, absolutely not. Uh, <laughs> I've had a couple of times where people, I don't know. That's different. That's way different. But I think uh, th- that's a, that's a mask specific <laughs> opposite yeah. of a run in. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Allie, did you have something? Sorry. Um, uh, you know, the only kind of like close thing I've had to a meet cute is just like me interacting with my neighbors more and more. Like mm-hmm. I yeah. moved recently. So, cause you know, that's the only place where I am. Uh, mm-hmm. It's my home. And, uh, but I did move recently and it just so happens that I live above a very, my walls are thin. So hopefully he can't hear me very thin walls, but I live above a very handsome gentleman named Hans, who, when I was moving in, like in the rain, I was like covered in rain and I was like moving into my new apartment and, and Hans and I like my parking spot was, was like full of somebody else's car. And then like Hans came out in the rain and um, he like helped me get my parking spot. And then I had a really heavy box one day and Hans helped me move it up the stairs and it's, you know, <laughs> we have never seen each other's faces, but, you know, I can hear the music he listens to at night and he can hear um, me when I trip on my carpet. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Oh, this just reminded me of another thing that I think is happening is how do you guys experience this? Do you feel like when you order food, uh, the people you talk to are sort of getting flirty? Like, do you feel like that might be specific? Yeah, no, Mia. Uh, Okay, I'm finding any human interaction flirting at this point. Yeah, I'm just finding any talking to me. They're obviously flirting. (laughs) Sorry, it was when you were like, we haven't seen each other's faces. I was like, yeah, I feel like that's a thing during quarantine where I feel like that that's happening a lot, where you don't like see someone's face or you're just talking to them, and then you're like, are we flirting? And you're like, no, no, you're ordering laughing planet but <laughs> no no you know what Mia that is I, you know I have you know this I sometimes confuse when people are trying to like sell me things that they're flirting with me like um <laughs> but it's not your fault Allie these people it's are target just, they're targeting you <laughs> I'm I matched with this girl on tinder and she like really liked crystals and I really liked crystals and she was like hey come to my crystal shop um, but only fucked. during that's, work hours. And I was like, wait, you. what? And I was like, oh, <laughs> oh, okay. Um, to buy crystals or to go on a date? Um, <laughs> so yeah, it can be hard sometimes to know if people are flirting with you or just selling you things. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's something pandemics made harder. I would say mm-hmm. I'm, I always assume it's selling. <laughs> <laughs> I always assume it's flirting. I always assume people at Lens Crafters want to marry me. <laughs> just trying to sell me glasses. I had a I had a woman flirt with me at a clothes at a clothing store. 
And she was like, I think I might've said this on here before. I'll make this real quick, Jake. But she, she was just like, oh, cool. You do comedy. When's your next show? And I had a big show that night. And I was like, actually, I have a big one tonight. And she's like, cool. Let's see you in those slacks. And I was like, yeah, <laughs> I thought so. You're not a... <laughs> I, knew, I, I see. I called your bluff. Uh, All you have to do is mention a comedy show. Yeah, I do improv. And ask just, them to come. <laughs> like, okay, that'll be three thirty nine fifty nine. What are you gonna say, Jake? I, I've had two sort of interesting, uh, like romantic quarantine uh, from a distance, kind of like come into my life. Um, okay. Uh, Not following this at all, but go ahead. Well, <laughs> I don't want to build it up. Like it's happening to me directly, but, um, the first was I was, I did socially hang out with someone and they were talking about <laughs> socially hang out. We can't even. <laughs> cool. Oh, right. You have to clarify. We have. To yeah. Clarify. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, uh, and they, it came up like how many people they'd slept with during quarantine. And it was four which seemed very high on a normal year, uh, <laughs> but especially during a year. And they were like, oh, we take all the precautions and stuff like that. And I didn't drill too deep into what that was, but I was like, I, like, uh, I don't think you did take all the <laughs> precautions. <laughs> like I- uh... Jake pulls out a calendar and starts being like, okay, if you hooked up on this day and then you waited two weeks and then got tested yeah. and then waited another, you know? <laughs> yeah, it's like, um, I, I, no judgment and more power to them. But I was like, how safe were you actually being about this? And then I also received like, uh, somebody was like, Hey, are you single? I have a friend who's like interested. Uh, don't worry. They've been vaccinated. Uh, and I was like, this is fucking weird. Uh, oh, like, God. um, why? Cause it was a 65 year old. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but that just like, feels like, Oh, there's going to be this weird, I guess it's already started, but weird period of time where that is like a selling point. Yeah. Like the vaccinated <laughs> are going to go out uh, <laughs> and start uh, getting busy. And the oh, rest there's going to us... be like vaccinated orgies. Where it's like, <laughs> you get to come to this orgy if you're vaccinated, but if you're not, I... you stay home. I bet that's already happening. Yeah. Oh, I, I what? Like we just don't know about it. We're, just not invited. <laughs> yeah, we're not invited. We're not vaccinated. Unvaccinated privates. That's. I did hear about a. This was pre-vaccine, what? but I did hear about a like a a COVID negative sex party. Uh, Where are you hearing about this? <laughs> Who's having these parties? And can I get invited? <laughs> but I don't. There's just like. I don't know. I just don't trust. I don't know how deep of a dive you do. Like, it's like, all right, yeah. show me the negative result. When was this? Like, uh, when did you get this? When was the thing? Like, what's today? Like, it's it yeah, feels who's like your bubble. Yeah, you have to draw a mind map of each partner's bubble and then show it to all yeah. the other partners and say, do we all agree that this is our new bubble? <laughs> yeah, it's like unless the guy doing the test is in the room. 
there's a pretty big chance that <laughs> when you got negative, your environment changed enough. Um, yeah. Well, and it's like then they found out that so many of the tests were um, ineffective yeah. in L.A. So, yes. So, oh, my gosh. Curative. The cheek ones. <laughs> I knew there was something fishy with that. <laughs> yeah. I feel like anytime I see that big of an operation, I don't know. There's something about that where I was like, someone's making a shit ton of money on this. <laughs> and I'm not so sure this is the thing. Yeah, well, noticed- it's like hygiene theater and like that stuff yeah. where it like makes us feel good, right? Like it makes us feel good to be like, I'm swabbing my cheek and look at all these like, you know, big, like I have a fun swab and like there are all these like fun? metal containers of people like with big claw hooks that will grab my swab from me. And uh-huh. yeah, but it's just to make us feel good. Mm-hmm. It's the, yeah, it's, it's not- like Theranos. They were like, look at our cool machines. And it's like, you're just like breaking blood vials and not yeah yeah i agree yeah, just, if something's like too like shiny the TSA, and techie, yeah. yeah i want like a woman making causing pain in my nasal canal uh, <laughs> yeah and being short with me and that's how i know i'm getting a good death <laughs> yeah none of this it's hard yeah, and painful thrills. yeah it's, it's like whenever i see like exhausted yeah like whenever i see dental spa i'm like that's a bad dentist you know like they're yeah. like uh, cloaking the reality it's like this is a horrible place where you will not have fun and that's how you know you're at a good it's dentist. good <laughs> yeah Last little thought I had is like, because we've we've all done it here, I think, on this podcast. Like, like Allie, you were like, <laughs> I went to a socially distanced birthday party. Jake, <laughs> Jake qualified to something that you done. <laughs> like, I feel like anytime you like admit to like hanging out, it's like we were in a backyard. Um, there was everyone was masked. Like, every, you can't just like say you. You have to be like almost put like a disclaimer before your hangouts or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The flip side of that is like, have I don't know. I can think of a couple people in my life where um, distant life, like family of family, you know what I mean? But like, there are certain people in that I know of that I consider like pariahs a little bit where it's like, 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 oh shit. Like, this cousin of yours is going out to the bars and stuff like that. Like I'm, 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 it's a long way to get there, but sort of what Jake was saying about like someone sleeping with four people. It's like, you almost have to like be inquisitive of like, so who are you hanging out with? And like, because we're we're living in different realities. Yeah. It's so crazy when you encounter someone who it's like, who has like complete, and it's fine. Right. No judgment. I mean, I live in my value system. You live in yours. That's fine. But when you, when, when you encounter someone this year, who's like, Oh my God, we get to go to this place. And you're like, Oh, and they're like, oh, and all of a sudden you're like, oh, we don't uh, we're not we don't have the same boundaries about this. And it's yeah. like very awkward. It's almost like socially social being like socially promiscuous. or something. Yeah, it's almost like religion. It's like bringing up politics <laughs> yeah. or something. It feels like, like politics a little bit. Yeah. And I'm on the prude side. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we're conservative. <laughs> Yeah, um, I'm. I would so love to go on a date. 
uh, <laughs> some time. You know what? I'm going to be working today. Why don't you just come by my crystal shop? Uh, we'll hang out. Okay. I was thinking more of like a date date. Uh, yes. Do yes, when- I agree. <laughs> Do you get off work a, at a certain time? I mean, oh, I do, but I have to walk my dog. So what I think we perfect. can do is the um, perfect. I got a dog. Oh, you do? Oh, well, then yeah. we can't hang out because my dog isn't an introvert. He's an introvert. So, but if you come between nine and five at the shop, um, I've got this like really fun little lounge area. We could sit there and we could chat and get to know each other and you know try some um, selenite to palm stones. Okay. We've been talking for like two weeks. I started on the chat, like texting, and now we've been, you know, Zooming or whatever. Yeah. Um, Listen, I got a box full of crystals in my closet. Uh, Not just crystals. I got crystals. I got sage. I got, uh, basically, I could start a Pinterest store if I wanted to with all the shit that I've bought trying to get, (laughs) trying to... Trying to go on a an honest to god date, and if that's where this is headed, Marie, I, 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 you know, I guess I should just nip it right in the bud, you know. Polly, Polly, what are you saying? You're saying that I want you to come to my store to to add to your, you know, what you're suspicious of me. You know what? I'm suspicious of you. You've got a big box of crystals and sage in your closet. How do I know you're not you're not the competition? How do I know you're not dating me to come um, start a rival store and um, steal my customers? Is that what this is about, Polly? Oh, God. No, I'm not trying to. Listen, I would do, I would throw these crystals away if I knew how to do it. No, uh, don't give them to me. <laughs> we uh, we cut to <clears throat> me as Crystal Store and her and I guess Polly and Marie show up and I'm <clears throat> uh, with Allie. <clears throat> uh, Marie. Yeah. I'm on a date. I'm You're showing Allie some crystals. What are you? Oh my God. You, you brought a date in here? Yes. Wait, tell, wait, what's, tell me one more time. So you're, you come in I here. was used, yeah, I'm on, I was scheduled to work today and have a date and now you show up I with someone. See. I yes. put a sock on the outside of the shop door. <laughs> oh my God, Jake, um, this is so awkward. I didn't see the sock. It must've fallen off. Um, well, I don't know. Are you guys comfortable? I mean, I don't want to be weird, but like, well, like we could, I, I guess we could. We could just like both have our dates and sort of like not like look like just ignore each other. I don't have to be at the crystal shop. Uh. <laughs> yeah, I was kind of hoping we'd get dinner, Jake. Um, yeah. Also, oh, dang, I forgot my purse. <laughs> that's OK. Um, that's OK. OK, I, I can put it. I can put it on hold and you, stop crystal blocking me mia <laughs> you're crystal blocking me okay do you know how hard i worked to get polly in here he almost uh blocked me on bumble so this was really hard for me to do he almost blocked you. you you know that he almost blocked you yeah yeah i told yeah. her <laughs> he told me. oh hey polly okay fine you know what um how about okay how about you we, um why don't you guys use the the floor space and we'll um just go to the dressing room and, and okay. it'll be like fine we're in two different dressing room. 
Yeah, Polly, why don't you try on this this um this this crystal belt? I don't want a crystal belt. <laughs> well, how are we supposed to get to know each other? <laughs> so, Jake, uh, tell me, do you have any siblings or? Mm-hmm. I have uh, two older sisters. Um, oh, cool! I have an know. older sister. You do? Yeah. Uh, do you get along? What's the relationship like? I mean, uh, I, we're not great at communicating and keeping in touch, but you know, we try. Um, yeah, yeah. She's really busy. Do <laughs> job. Have you tried a moonstone for that? I th- that sometimes can help with oh, familial communication. No, no thanks. <laughs> no thanks. Um, no, but um, I have tried emailing her more, and, oh, that, okay. and that's definitely helped. Okay. Um, Do you mind if I set the mood and maybe just light some sages? Whoopsie daisy! One of the swimming. crystals, <laughs> one of the crystals fell off my belt. Uh, I just oh my god! Thank you. That's so lucky. That's no, lucky. that's lucky. Yeah, that yeah, that's um, that, wow, that's so interesting. That's lucky. That means um, you're meant for it. And um, honestly, uh, we we kind of do have um, this is so awkward. Um, so I don't want to get too personal on a first date. We do have a you break it, you bought it policy. So, <laughs> I didn't break um, it. It fell apart. <laughs> I hear them getting close to a sale. Oh, uh, well, <laughs> <laughs> well, what can I do for you? Uh, anything Me? That you like? <laughs> Not you. <laughs> <laughs> what? Allie, no. anything, anything you like? Uh, oh, do you want to like uh, watch um, me with a crystal? Or oh god, like... this is so performative and gross. <laughs> Buy the crystal belt, you motherfucker! You broke it in my shop. I already have three crystal belts. Okay. <laughs> That's t- <laughs> okay. You do. Okay. And you know what? If you want to take some of these off my hands, you seem to have a crystal shop. It's a perfect. Is it like a used bookstore? Can I give you a crystal belt that you'll then sell for another crystal? I want to sell you exactly. some fucking crystals. How's that sound? Oh, you're going to sell me some crystal belts? Well, fine. I'm buying crystal belts. Shit. <laughs> I will. haven't been on a date in a year. <laughs> And I just really want this to go well. I think it. I think it's going well. It's going well. Uh, People are shouting. Every <laughs> you're literally putting crystals into my hands right now, and I don't want them. Why do you keep putting stuff into my all, pocket? They're standing in a circle, just handing cash and crystal belts <laughs> all around, all across. I somehow get left out of the circle. I'm just watching from the. Hey, what the hell? <laughs> yes, everyone's buying my crystals. Does, no, everyone's doesn't anybody want to buy my crystal? <laughs> I'm just <sighs> giving cash back and forth to myself. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Gross. <laughs> I got your leash. No, God, disgusting. Oh my God, disgusting. Keep, keep your it. voice down. Keep it. <laughs> keep it. Keep the dog. Keep the dog. Keep the leash. I don't want it anymore. You have sullied it. The dog was going to run into traffic. Here, I just, I'll give you your leash back. No. No, it's yours now. 
Toucher's keepers. Hey, okay. everything, everything okay over here? Everything's uh, fine, officer. I uh, oh, don't yell at me. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> oh, my heart! My heart! What? No! <laughs> it falls uh, down. Oh my gosh! Uh, uh, I'll give you uh, compressions. Uh, Thirty, twenty-nine. 20. Get off me, <laughs> asshole! <laughs> it's a pandemic. It's a pandemic. Jesus! I'm just, I'm just trying to be helpful. <laughs> we see him go in to put his mouth on my mouth. <laughs> CPR. <laughs> no, stop that. Ah. <laughs> I'm a partner, partner. Oh my God. Oh my God. A, a cop shows up, guns drawn. It's me. Co- oh, but my partner. What happened okay. to my partner? Oh, Nothing. we kissed him? Toucher's keepers. No, no. Toucher's keepers. You're a cop now. You're You're a cop cop now. now. I'm a cop now? That doesn't even... (laughs) You touched a cop? You're a cop now. You're a cop now. I don't want anything to do with cops or my partner. Take my gun. Look, no, I don't want to be a cop. I just wanted to get her her dog and save this guy who I gave a heart attack to. Look... I think Listen, Rook, you got a lot to learn. Uh, no, I don't. I'm not a Rook. I'm not. We're not partners. Okay. Yeah, we are. Rules are rules. <laughs> and while we're talking about stuff, you got to learn. Fluffy has type two dog diabetes. So buckle up because the meds are expensive. What? I'm not taking this dog. I have a job. I have my own pets. I can't live a double and life. To piggyback on that. My partner, Smithson, he's having an affair with a with a slew of women that we follow Good on Lord. our beat. So you're going to have to cover for him to his old missus. A slew Caroline, of women and she's real. follow nice. on your beat? You guys are right. monsters. I'm not <laughs> partaking in any of this. You're a part of this now. <sighs> no. <laughs> Look. I, oh, I, my wife's calling. <laughs> my wife's calling. You got to lie to her. What? Hello? Honey. <laughs> Hello? Honey. <laughs> Honey. Where are you? You're. Where are you? You were supposed to pick okay. up little Jimmy 10 minutes ago, and the school just called and said that he's waiting for you still. Uh, okay, look, I am not your husband. I am. Wait, she thinks you're my. She thinks you're me? Oh, no. You got to be married to my wife. No, I. That, that isn't even a. Not, that's not a toucher's keeper. I'll just explain to the wife. <laughs> toucher's I, keepers. I have your husband's phone. He had. A oh, little... you're touching my husband's phone. Therefore, you are my husband. <laughs> no. I just have to tell you lately, I feel like we've been having troubles communicating. Why are you pulling away from me? Uh, because I don't know you. I'm because to a couple's <laughs> therapy session. <laughs> What the hell he am says I... that he doesn't know me. <laughs> Why am he I says here? That he doesn't know me. That's I don't. So profound. Niner, niner. We got a two, four, three over on Main. Street. Sorry, I haven't figured out how this radio works yet. <laughs> work, 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 work. Why don't you put some work into our relationship? I think I am considering. I'm not in it, and I'm at this couples counseling. I'm. Uh, I have two hear jobs. Yourself, Jake. Do you hear yourself? Do you hear yourself? Work, work, work. I'm not. I'm in not it. in it. I'm not in it. <laughs> this it's, isn't it my like life. You don't see his dog is eating, his dog is eating a cookie and passing out. Hey, no. What did we say? We talked about this. Let me give you an uh, insulin shot. <laughs> I have my own life. My own marriage is falling apart, and I haven't been to my son's little league game in three weeks because I'm on a case trying to catch. In fact, me, because my other job was dual heist. And now I'm chasing me around the city. Do you see what this is doing to me? Jake, I, did you hear 
Did you listen to anything your wife said? I mean, <laughs> she's not my That's wife. It. I grab, I grab the therapist clipboard and break it in half. <sighs> oh my god! Well, Touch now, touchers keepers. keepers. No, I guess, I guess you're Listen, the therapist. Can I talk to you for a second about my husband? Just therapist. Yes, you. You're holding the broken clipboard, aren't yeah. you? I'm not. And I can't be my own therapist. And <laughs> the my topic. husband isn't satisfying me in the bedroom. And I don't know how to tell him about it. <laughs> I don't. But he's trying his best. I promise you. He feels terrible about it. Cheating on his own wife. But he is trying to be a good husband to you. He tell- cries. Why is he sob every time going, who am I? Where am I? It's a real bone killer <laughs> look he's doing his best maybe if you told him what you liked in the bedroom or went and found your actual husband that would <laughs> take some of the stress off of him he's just guessing he's just you know grabbing around in the dark in there he doesn't know what he's doing i'm really touched by what you said i'm gonna hold your hand now because i feel a real <laughs> no, connection don't. to you <laughs> oh my god it's me. It's me, of course. Wait. Oh, I'm you now? Yes. I'm married to myself, uh. therapizing myself. <laughs> Great. Well, let's get into the meat part of the podcast where a guest shares a true meaty story from their lives. Uh, Allie, we're starting with you. Um, uh, so we're kind of going to be telling rom-com adjacent stories for the listener. Uh, keeping up here um, or relationship stories or whatever we whatever you please, honestly. Uh, but I'll, I'll give you the floor. The floor is yours, Allie. What would you like to uh, talk about? Oh, excellent. Um. Yeah, I guess I just wanted to share a story where I felt like um, I had some like very lovely kind of like rom-com like moments um, in it. Um, And it uh, it all started when I was uh, a young lass in college and uh, I uh, was dating a guy and um, he had this best friend who we would all like hang out together a lot. It would be like me, my boyfriend and his best friend. Um, And my boyfriend was like very outgoing and like the life of the party. And I was like, wow, I can't believe I'm dating this like very cool guy who's like the life of the party. I've always thought of myself as more of a wallflower. And, um, (laughs) uh, And so what would happen is at these parties, I would hang out with his friend a lot and we would be wallflowers together and be like, there's my cool boyfriend being the life of the party. And then in a very um, kind of like rom-com uh, like trope, uh, the friend and I, you know, became friends and we sort of became the best friends in the wings mm. kind of a situation. Hmm. And and you see this in like rom-coms like, uh, something, something borrowed, borrowed uh, is a really uh, oh. classic one where mm-hmm. uh, you have the best friend in the rings that you have a crush on. Oh, man of honor. Yes, Maid of honor. honor. Maid of honor. Sorry, Patrick Dempsey. <laughs> like, like, uh, it's another one where Patrick Dempsey plays a uh, man of honor. Uh, like but man of honor, like the, like the Cuba Gooding Jr. Navy movie. <laughs> 
<laughs> yes, my uh, college romance life is exactly like mm-hmm. <laughs> that movie. Um, and yeah, and so then my uh, my boyfriend eventually broke up with me because, you know, we were... 22 and he wanted to sleep with other people, you know, as yes, 22 year olds do. And, um, and then it was like, Oh, okay. And then, um, I was single and, but I was still friends with, um, his best friend who was starting to become one of my really close friends. And, uh, in a sort of another rom-com trope, this one's called the other brother, uh, trope Mm. where, um, a, a woman starts dating one guy thinking he's, you know, really great. And I really like him. But then his brother shows up like in the family stone, uh, where, uh, it's an insane Wilson. movie. Oh my God. It's so crazy. <laughs> it's so um, insane. It's- where Luke Wilson steps up and you're like, wow, Luke Wilson has everything that, uh, uh, uh Who are they? that actor's name? Sarah Jessica, Sarah Jessica Parker. Parker? No, the man. man. Oh, oh, or uh, Milrow. Milrow. Mulroney. It's like I like was dating Dermot Mulroney, and he was great, <laughs> really fun. But what I always wanted and needed was actually Luke Wilson. And so, um, uh, my Luke Wilson uh, came to me one day at the end of the summer. Was like, hey, because uh, he was a senior and I was a junior at the time. He's like. I'm going home. I'm going back to Boston. Um, and I wanted to spend my last day in LA with you before we never see each other again or something like that. Or like, and so I was like, okay, great. And so we start off the day and it's like, um, we, we do it. I say, what's every place you've always wanted to go in LA that you've never been before. And so we spent the whole day just going to different places in LA that he's always wanted to go to that he's never been before. It's very, you know, very like romantic kind of montage. Manic and, pixie. And yeah. Very, yes. I was very like manic. Pixie. Not you necessarily, but even no, that I moment was. is manic pixie. Man, yeah. It's a manic pixie moment, but I was yeah. also manic pixie where I was like, I'm going to make all of your dreams come true and fuck what I want. <laughs> like, <Yeah>. Maybe <laughs> what I want to be doing today is going to the beach, but instead I'm going to do everything you've always wanted to do and look really cute and quirky while I do it. I don't, I I don't know if I know what a manic pixie moment is. Oh my gosh. Really? Oh, um, so there's this trope, um, or this uh, character type called the manic pixie dream girl. And she was, uh, I'm trying to think of like, who was the first manic pixie dream girl? I think, I think the first coined one is Kirsten Dunst's character. Kirsten Dunst's character. What is that movie? Um, it's called, uh, something town, Elizabeth town, Elizabeth town where yes, really her whole. Yeah. Her whole character is to help Orlando Bloom realize his full potential as a man and to realize (laughs) his dreams. And she has no wants of her own. And all her time is spent creating elaborate scavenger hunts for (laughs) Orlando Bloom to go on and um, to call him late at night when he can't sleep. Um, And she never really does anything for herself. Um, And then you kind of see this character also... Um, 
in uh, what's that Zach Braff film? I was gonna say Garden State. Garden State. Mm-hmm. I think uh, Natalie, Natalie Portman, Portman is mm-hmm. like a pretty Garden classic State. manic, like the moment where he's like. She's like, I'm listening to the shins. And he's like, oh, what's this? Like, that's a pretty classic manic pixie dream girl moment of like, whoa, this girl listens to cool music. She likes everything yeah. I like. <laughs> uh, <laughs> this might be dumb then, but like, how do you differentiate it from like a muse? Is there like. Ooh, interesting. Okay. Okay. This is interesting from the muse. Um. Well, I okay, and then sorry, I'm thinking Pygmalion now too. But wait, yeah, what's, what's the difference with Pygmalion, Allie? Well, the Pygmalion trope is I like never heard where it's it's <laughs> like where a man creates takes like a an unformed woman and forms her into the perfect image of his ideal woman. Right. And so, so this is like that. she's all that. Uh-huh. Like Mary my King. fair lady, my fair lady, um, dumpster uh, Karen, <laughs> Ruby Sparks, um, yeah. where it's like so oh, oh the Duff, where it's like I'm like the ugly best friend, although it's like still a beautiful woman, and he's like I'm going to teach you how to be a hot cool girl, and then the guy like helps the girl, um, you know, transform into the perfect woman. Oh, um. Uh, pretty woman. Yeah, pretty woman. And then okay. and then I think the muse, so we've got those two, and then muse would probably be, I don't see a ton of, honestly, in rom-com, I don't see a ton of example of like a muse, but I imagine they would have like an inner life, more of an inner life is my thought. Okay. Ellie, what do you think? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe, I'm trying to what think. that Daniel Day-Lewis movie that... Oh, that, that, the one that Yeah, that was sort of a muse situation, but not really yeah. romantic. But kind of that, that was messed up. I'm trying to think of what that was. <laughs> that was, you know, that was not a rom-com. <laughs> it was it had romance in it in a fucked up. I way. laughed in the end. Yeah. <laughs> I left the theater laughing. Really? Uh, well, yeah, I was so shocked. So <clears throat> like Helen Hunting as good as it gets would be like. Oh, like a. Would she fall into any of that? I feel like she's actually like a muse for Greg Kinnear's character, but there's not a romance element uh-huh. to it. Oh. But with Jack Nicholson, is does she fall into any of those categories or is that a totally different? Well, does she have her own independent wants and yes. needs? Yeah. Yes. Then yes. she would be a three-dimensional character. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> then she's like yeah, almost- that's a great way yeah. to put it. And, and what about what about milk mm. money where those boys hire Melanie Griffith who's a <laughs> prostitute for their lonely dad? Classic. Oh, like here's a fun example of what like how to like not be a manic pixie dream girl. Have we all seen the Christmas movie Trading Places? <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Well, there's Wait. this great uh maybe I have it. The Christmas movie. Well, it's a Christmas comedy with Dan Aykroyd and yes. Eddie Murphy. Yes. Yeah. And um, Jamie Lee Curtis plays a sex worker who like helps Dan Aykroyd. But she's like, I'm raising money for law school. Right. Like this isn't about you. I'm not like, you know, she's like, I've got my own inner yeah. life. I'll help you. But I've got my own stuff going mm-hmm. on. OK. So and thank thank you for that intermission. I just want to. Can I? <laughs> yes. I, <laughs> I, I, I watched a movie last night. Uh a romance movie 
Oh, called which one? Chunking Express. Have you ever heard of that? It's by Wong Kar Wai. It's like a Hong Kong filmmaker, but he does a lot of romantic oh. movies. No. Uh, I, I loved it, but he, <clears throat> he had a manic pixie dream girl, Jake. I don't know. I feel like I just wanted to mention this movie because I loved it so much. But uh, in this. What's it called? Did you have a King Express, hairstyle? Like Chunk Ing Express. Okay. Um, it's cool. Uh, but the the manic pixie dream girl in that movie like works at a at a like a convenience store and like listens to music really loud and sort of like her general approach to life is like i'm just having fun i want to go to california one day and then like does yeah. some crazy shit in the actual <laughs> in the meantime but like i would say it's sort of characterized by like a whatever i'm just sort of doing i'm going where the wind takes me i don't have a care in the world i'm sort of exactly like i'm yeah. quirky and i buy like i buy a lot of pastries and i wear big skirts and like and i have colorful hair and like a weird yes. pet like a ferret <laughs> yeah yeah yes. And probably mountains and mountains of like debt and stuff. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Uh, all right, that's all. I, I for yeah. some reason wanted to mention that movie. No, no, I I'm think, happy you yeah. did. I want to watch it. <clears throat> I know that sounds good. Um, I I like. Yeah, I mean, yes, I was definitely channeling manic pixie energy, and at that yeah. time, I was like, oh my god, I was such a freak. I was like, I liked wearing um like kind of like children'sy clothes like children's clothes <laughs> i still do that a little bit I'm trying to shop at um banana republic now but uh, <laughs> <laughs> they're not letting you in <laughs> they're not letting me in i mean it's just like the same shirt and you know 20 different colors but whatever i'm trying to grow up a little bit with my <laughs> wardrobe um and so we we go on this romantic uh day date together. Um, we do a lot of quirky things. And then, um, uh, at the end of the day, um, there's like this big party, um, that's like, uh, at this bar in long beach called sharkies. Hell yeah. Uh, and there's like, um, it's just like a really like there are jello shots there that come in syringes and you like squirt it into your mouth. Uh, it's like so trashy and fun. And um, like there were a lot of other really cute girls there. And um, like he like and there's one girl who was like flirting with him really hard. Um, and she was very like cool and popular. Good on paper, girl. He should have mm. gone for her. Right. Um, you should have gone for Avery. She had everything that people mm. would want. Um, she dresses in Banana Republic clothes, I'm sure. Um, not in. They let her in the clothes. store. <laughs> they let her in the store. <laughs> um, but instead, he. I will never forget this. <laughs> oh my god, uh, he was. She was talking to him, and he's like, "Excuse me, one second. And then he stood up, crossed the bar, and stuck his hand out to me, and he was like, "You want to get out of here?" And I was like, "Yes." And then we, and then we walked down to the ocean. And we swam in the ocean together and um, it was very romantic. And then he left to go to Boston. I Did mean, we also made, oh, yeah, we made out a lot on the beach. It was really dirty. Um, <laughs> and then we, uh, and then um, he went to Boston and then um, like we remained. Um, I mean, if it was a true rom-com, I would have like 
gotten in my car and like driven to the airport and be like, don't get on that plane. Uh, the cross town chase. you. Uh, yeah. And a cross town change. But instead I, um, I slept in, um, because we were up really late last night. And so I did not chase him <laughs> at the airport. And then years later, like four years later, I get this postcard from him, wow. like out of the blue listeners. This is- she's showing us the actual postcard. <laughs> it's um it's this really lovely postcard and this is like what is it on the front it looks like a cartoon it's it is a it's a cartoon uh it's like a rescue um, ranger no it's Sorry. it's a it's a porco rosso which is like a film he knows that it's my favorite um oh studio ghibli film um and so he sent me this postcard and like um wrote me this very lovely like note on it and uh it I love getting letters. I feel like letters are like so romantic. And I, is it a rom-com trope, a letter, Mia? I think it's a kind of grand gesture. I feel like a letter yeah, or definitely. a note is a kind of like lovely grand gesture. And I think yeah. about my favorite letter scene is in Pride and Prejudice where oh Darcy gives Elizabeth that letter explaining his actions and um, egg on her yeah. face. You know, <laughs> egg on her face, right? What an idiot! Egg on Lizzie's face. Uh, <laughs> so what, what did the postcard say? In roughly, you don't have to read it. Do you want me to read it? Sure. Should I read it? Should I not? Should I? <laughs> I mean, I don't. If you're if, if you're willing to, please. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Okay, great. I will. It's really lovely. He has a girlfriend now. I should just say that. All right, we'll tag both really of them beautiful. in the in the promotions for this podcast. <laughs> Please do. Um, I'm so happy for them. Um, so it goes, <laughs> um, it goes, dear Allie, I bought this postcard for you almost four years ago in Tokyo oh, from a Studio Ghibli God. store. It was pinned to my desk at work for two years and then spent another two years in my bedside table right next to that sheet of architecture models. That's some. It's a present I got him because um, he likes architecture and um, delicate things. Um I always meant to write this and send it off, but I kept it for so long because it reminded me of you. You were the biggest and brightest diamond in the rough. That was USC for me. This feels like I'm bragging. Sorry, that's an aside. Uh, I cherished all the times we got to hang out and I'm so glad to see in social media that you have not changed a bit. This postcard always motivated me with its energy. So I hope in some subtle way it helps you too, even though you don't need it. See you again. Oh, so sweet. That's, that's basically oh him God. being like, I still got a crush. Crush on you. Oh my God. <laughs> I, I mean, yeah, I, th- I don't know. It's, it's so lovely because it does feel like, I think why I like letters is like the, the, this moment and like what we shared is like kind of like encapsulated in, in a letter. And I know that like, we've both obviously moved on. Um, but it's just kind of a sweet thing to be like, I'm thinking of you. Um, and here's, you know, a tangible thing that you'll always have to know that it meant something to me too. Yeah. Damn. That's sweet as hell. Did he, I know. (laughs) Do you know, was he in a relationship when he sent that to you? No. Okay. No, I don't. I probably should have written him back, but I, 
Oh, wait. Were you in a relationship? <laughs> no, I was in a relationship, so I didn't. Yes. So you can't. Yeah. That's why I did it. And that's the thing that we talk about all the time is timing is like everything mm-hmm. in love, right? So it's like, yeah, it's like not even weird that he's in a relationship now or you in a relationship then because it's like people like have feelings for each other and just timing doesn't work out, right? He's going to Boston. You are in a relationship. He's in a relationship. Do you call that the when Harry met Sally? Trope? We should. <laughs> oh, we should. We should. I mean, yeah, like that. I mean, timing's that's a little why, shorter. <laughs> time's a little shorter. I think that's why people like when Harry met Sally so much is because like the mm. obstacle of like timing um, is something that everyone can relate to. You know, not everybody can relate to, you know, being the man of honor at your friend's wedding who you're in love with. Mm-hmm. Like that's a very specific mm-hmm. situation. Um, but everybody's been in, have had, has had a friend who they care about a lot, um, who you think, oh, maybe I could be, this could be romantic, but the timing just doesn't work out. And so I think people, it's an obstacle that everybody can resonate with. And that's Mm -hmm. why it's popular. So I, I, I know that, I don't know. I don't really open up about my dating life or whatever to you guys. Um, yeah. But I think I did meet someone pretty special. Um, yeah, <gasps> oh she's, she's, uh, she's, I don't know. She's, I guess some people might call her quirky or whatever. Um, okay. Uh, I don't know. I, I'm a little nervous about it. I don't know what you guys think because you know you always no. give me. Shit. You know, you're my like, <laughs> you're my friends, but you're also girls, so I feel weird. But uh, <laughs> no, tell us about no. her. Like, what? It's like we, didn't say we, anything. He has well, all those female friends. <laughs> she's outside right now, rummaging through the recycle bin. Um, <laughs> oh, that's and, cool. And Does so, she like recycling or art to make art out of it? Um, she does all sorts of stuff with it. Yeah, like she just likes to rummage. Um, okay. Uh, yeah. So when you said quirky, I thought maybe like um, carries a ukulele, has short short bangs, but yeah, she's, chunky jewelry. But she's like he's just rummaging in our recycling. She, okay, she's a raccoon. <laughs> Um, oh, I don't know. Like, okay, like, I knew you wouldn't like it. Whatever. I, no, no, I'll just no. take. Her. We'll just go. I'm gonna go take her to the woods. And we'll no, 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 no. This is too soon. No, Josh, Josh, it. we uh, we haven't even met her, so it, that is unfair of us to right. uh, jump to conclusions about her. Um, we would love to meet. What's her name? Karen. 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 Yes. I mean, you know Karen? <laughs> you know Karen? Jeez, Bob, I didn't even know you were home. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Karen just uh, took, uh, just rode off on a motorcycle with my <gasps> date. What? What? <gasps> yeah. Wait, my Karen? You're Karen. I brought my date back to our apartment. And they start talking. And the next thing I know, Alex is like, I think I'm going to take off and just took off with Karen on the back of her motorcycle. 
That sounds a lot like Karen. I mean, Karen, Karen's taught me a lot about being open-minded and accepting of. They know. just ditched us, dickhead. <laughs> I don't want to be. I don't want to be a a downer here. Sorry. When you said Karen is a raccoon, you meant the animal. Just so. So I'm sorry. I just feel like I'm living in a parallel reality. You know, and I'm I'm just trying to piece it together. So Karen the raccoon was talking to, to Bob J. Alex. Yeah. And then went on to, okay, I'm sorry. I'm just have you ever seen toxic yeah. sludge? You know how we live close to this uh nuclear reactor and toxic yeah. sludge gets into the 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 water. wetlands out there and the water system. Of course. Of course. Uh, yeah. yes. Uh the story goes Karen was originally just a regular raccoon, uh, and then she kissed a mailman on the lips. <laughs> in the toxic sludge <laughs> and it grew uh, very feminine features um, okay. while still keeping the raccoon parts that make Karen who she is. So, um, uh, <laughs> okay. So she's like a Jessica rabbit type raccoon. A what? Jessica, Jessica rabbit? rabbit is actually all human. You quit she trying to put Karen in a box. Rabbit. <laughs> I just don't get it. I mean, we're all, we're all upset about it. It's What's like she left on a motorcycle. Thank God. Well, I, I got woman. news for you. She hopped in the sidecar of Alex's motorcycle and they're halfway to Malibu by now. Well, you're I changing. Care, Bob. <laughs> the first version of this story, Karen was driving. Now she's in the sidecar. I don't know who to trust. I think your dirty date might have kidnapped my love. <laughs> you. <laughs> Oh, cut to, sure. Cut to Karen's wedding and uh, Josh breaking it up at the last moment. <laughs> I object. <laughs> I pull off a mustache. I've been working at the catering table serving garbage to the raccoons all day. <laughs> I object. Karen, Karen, from the moment I met you, when we met like Lady in the Tramp eating an old pizza crust and from either side and we our lips met in the middle. <laughs> I knew that you were Karen. the one for me. Now, I know Alex has a motorcycle, okay? That's right. And I know that there's things you like about him, but damn gun it. We like the same music. We like... I don't even know what I'm saying. We like... I love you, Karen. We see Karen take a few tentative small raccoon steps towards Josh. (laughs) Karen, no. (laughs) Karen, no, I love you. We see Alex's whole family is fucking (laughs) dead. What the? Please. (laughs) Please leave, Karen. And then all Karen's uh, bridal party is a bunch of raccoons that also like follow her in a little uh, (laughs) in a little trail. Karen, See that a, a bit of trash is poking out of Josh's pocket. <laughs> Karen, <laughs> this isn't just. I want you to look at me and not the apple cores that I brought uh, uh, for no reason at all. Karen, I've I've never met anyone like you. All right, I've never met someone who gets me at such a fundamental level. Um, uh, I, I've never met someone that shares my love of delicate architecture <laughs> like you do. Um, I don't know. I just, I needed to say it before, before it was too late, but I can't imagine my world without 
eating eggshells and uh, checking diapers to see if there's anything good in them and in garbage cans with you. So I'm sorry, Alex. I know you're probably a good guy. Cool ass motorcycle. <sighs> no, Josh, you know what? I see now that what Karen and I had was lust. You know, it was horny motorcycle. Okay. Downtown buzz. <laughs> All right. I don't need and to hear you guys. <laughs> it was sexy time, nasty, sweaty, <laughs> dirty lust. But what you guys have is love. <laughs> and that's the greatest thing of all. So Karen, my love, my, my little, my little sex pot. Um, I, I, yeah, I forgive you. And I, support this you know what why don't you why don't you get married here today we're here there's the priest let's all yeah let's all just marry let's switch let's swap it yeah oh uh, yeah okay that makes sense family stone style we see this is happening in a gazebo in a backyard honey the raccoons are having a wedding in our gazebo again oh well isn't it nice someone's doing something romantic around here Man, I just love, 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 love the TV show Sherlock. Benedict Cumberbatch is so talented in it. Hey, Jake. Yeah. Would you ever consider taking elocution lessons? Um, you know, just like, I don't know, like. What? I wonder what you would sound like with a British accent. You want, you want me to have a British, like, did, are you thinking about doing theater or something? Like, you want to put on a play or? No, I just like, what if you just tried it a little bit? Like, I feel like it would give you a little bit more like je ne sais quoi, like a little bit more, I don't know, mysteriousness to you. I don't know. No, it's a stupid idea. You don't no, have no, to. No, no, no. No, you don't have to try little... it. It just like would make me really happy. I don't mind being a little mysterious. That's not. I don't want to disappoint you. So you'll you'll try to start speaking in a British accent. Yeah, a little like, oi, there, Gabnet. Is that uh, mysterious. Um, I was saying more like a posh British, but um, you know, we'll work on it. Like, we'll work on it. I it's just uh, oh, uh, what time is it? <laughs> I probably need the lessons <laughs> if I'm honest. Uh, but I, I'm not opposed to taking British lessons. Okay, thank you. I I'm crazy. I ask too much as your girlfriend. What? Like, no. oh, like, uh, like, what am I gonna ask you next? Oh, cut off your hair so it looks exactly like Benedict Cumberbatch's <laughs> short and neat on the sides. No, I would never do that. You don't like what I have right now. You don't like this. Your two long braids. <laughs> <laughs> no, they're you, and they're they're you, and they're lovely, but. What if we tried something that wasn't you? Something that was a little bit, I don't know, more sophisticated, more like I drink tea and am friends with Martin Freeman kind of a vibe. A haircut that says I drink tea. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, no, I'm being stupid. No, you're not. No, I'm stupid, stupid, stupid. I know you have that big (laughs) charity ball. I don't want to embarrass you. If you want me to, I don't know how a haircut will suggest what I like to drink, but I don't mind giving it a try. Thank That's a you. Little bit more orphan uh, <laughs> Oliver Twist, but you know. Yeah, yeah, we'll we cut to them. <laughs> we cut to them at the um, hair salon. Um, okay, so thanks, thanks you guys for. Oh, good, so interesting. You brought your girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Cool. Okay. Um, so yeah, so you want to do a trim or just um, two more braids? <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> no, no. No, sorry. I can't do No, actually, I actually brought some reference photos that I thought might be kind of full. Great. Okay. This is a picture of a man drinking a cup of tea. Um, I don't really, this man's bald. Sorry. Do you want me to shave his head? No, no, no. I just want to go for the essence. Um, let me hold up this other photo of Benedict Cumberbatch. Okay. That's just a still from the, um, the Turing movie with Kira Knightley. Is this, do you want me to? It is. Sorry, so you just want the. I can't see. Yeah. She's insisted that I stop wearing my glasses. Oh, that that explains why you sat on the cat. Okay. Uh, the store cat. I still don't um, accept cool. that as the, as the reason. As the reason why. Marlene, Marlene. You missed a whole cat. You sat on a whole cat. A meowing cat because your glasses. All right. No, I'll mind my business. I'll sweep the fucking hair and take the appointments. I said, pardon me. I didn't mean to sit upon your pussy. (laughs) Yes. Okay. You did say that. Um, Okay. He knew what he was saying there, too. All right. Okay, Marlene. He he knows what he's doing. I'm so sorry, you guys. Marlene. Braided bastard. Marlene's doing keto. She's so irritable. She's so irritable. I could tell. (laughs) I could tell because I saw what appeared to be the flecks of almonds and nuts on her fingernails, leading me to deduce that she must be having a keto diet because I could also see that the notch on her belt had moved a little bit. You could see a notch on a belt, but not a fucking cat on a barber's chair. Oh my gosh. Where did that monocle come from? Wow. (laughs) Is it getting hot in here? Like, it's really hot. No, the the AC is at 62. Um, Okay, I'm not sure what this is about. Yes, Marlene's doing keto, which you deduced, but I did just tell you that. Um, (laughs) Okay, now if you could just show me a picture of Benedict, if you clearly you showed me pictures of Benedict Cumberbatch, none of them have his full head in them. Um, uh, You know what? I'm sorry. I'm 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 really tired. I haven't been sleeping a lot because um, my next door neighbor was murdered, and it's just been hard to sleep in my building. My <laughs> honey, you know how it's my birthday today. Do you think that maybe you could give me a present by solving this murder? Oh no, you know what the NYPD is um they you know the FBI but, is involved. I don't think you honey, please. But what my fair lady wants, my fair lady gets. <laughs> I thought a CPK CPK gift card would be enough for a birthday, but it appears I'll solve this murder. <laughs> you got me cut to the scene. You're sitting on the corpse. How do you know? <laughs> <laughs> Let's 
get back to the meat part of the podcast where a guest shares a true meaty story from their life. Mia, you're up. What would you like to talk about? Um, great. Yeah. Okay. I want to cover, um, sort of like thinking rom-com moments. It's February. I was, I wanted to cover the trope of, um, you know, we're always crossing paths. Um, so you see this in, um, a lot of rom-coms, right? Where we're in New York city, we're missing each other. It's in, you've got mail. Um, you know, we're constantly like, we haven't met yet, but we're always in all the same places. Um, so um, when I was in college, uh, starting freshman year, I started running into this guy like exclusively when I'd be out like drinking and I didn't like know him. And we um, like me and like a few of my friends, we it was like we were always just like at the same place, but we didn't know each other. But we started calling him Ice Cream Mike because when we first met him is because we were in the dorms and it was after a night of drinking and um, we were behind him in line for like Froyo. And he, or from a, one of those ice cream, what are those soft serve, soft serve machines? And he was like stoned or something. And just the ice cream machine was just, um, he was just like letting it go and like either like fell asleep or like checked what? out. And the ice cream was just like, he like wouldn't stop. So we were like, we had to stop it for him. So we were like, oh, ice cream, Mike. And I like have all these photos with him because anytime we ran into him, we would take a photo with him because he was like the elusive, like, oh, this guy we only ever see on these like random times when we're out drinking. And then, like junior year or something, I think I like ran into him like in like the day and I had recently become single and Ice Cream Mike was like, well, you know, we're constantly running into each other. Like we should, we should go on a date. And I was like, cool, that's fun, right? That's a trope you see and it normally works out well. Um, so um, yeah, the, <laughs> the trope of a guy basically <laughs> like alcoholically sleepwalking his way through a, through, an, through a froyo. It's a sign. It's fate. It's giving it's me a, a sign. sign. It's fate. We're constantly crossing paths. It's fate. And now, now the timing worked out. Now I'm out of a relationship. He's out of a relationship. He plucked up the curve. Yeah, I bet he is. And so. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> And so I, um, no, I don't fault to, it's not going to end well. <laughs> so then I, you know, and he was like, cute. he's like this cute guy. We're always like out. So then we go, um, at that time I was like, um, it was like, it was like new to dating. So I was always having my dates, um, at this ice cream place that I lived across the street from. Cause I was like, great. If I need to get out, I can like bail. Um, and, and so you just cross the street in front of them and then into yeah, your apartment. Yeah. 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 So I would like go walk, walk, walk across the street, go like have a date there. And then like, um, and then well, I thought it was like fun and, and kitsch because it was like right by my house. Um, and then at this day, I was like, oh, I shouldn't tell people that that's my house because um, he's fine. He's he's fine. This is he's he's probably a very nice person. But um, anyways, we're on the date and I'm like, oh, this is so fun. I'm like, uh, you know, this guy that I've been constantly crossing paths with. Now it's time to get to know him. And we're like having an ice cream sitting down and um, like right out of the gate. It's like we sort of like run out of things to talk about. And it's like, OK, oh, no. right. Maybe maybe it's not meant to be. And then. Um, he goes like, uh, he goes like, you know, I'm at a party and I'm talking to people and I run out of things to talk about. I have a great icebreaker. Uh -oh. And I'm like, uh, and I'm like, okay, great. He's like, if you ever talking to two girls, you just say, which one of you is the bad one? Oh, yuck. <laughs> what? <laughs> the most disgusting <laughs> thing. And he's just like, sincerely like sharing a tip with me and just being like, you just asked which one of you is the bad girl. And I was like, I had no idea how to respond and was like, yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> and like, you know how like it doesn't take very long to eat ice cream. 
right? Like that's like a do I? It could be like <laughs> right? Yeah, especially yeah. <laughs> especially after that when you shoved the whole cone in your mouth. Yeah. yeah. I was just like, yeah. So that so the day I was just like, I have nothing to say to this. This is an insane thing to say to me. I don't, I don't uh I don't understand um what I'm supposed to say. So I was just like um used used my lovely out I had uh set up for myself where I just like finished the ice cream and then um, the date was like 10 minutes long. <laughs> I was like, okay, I gotta go. And then just like ran home because I was like, I can't. I was like, I can't. Um, I can't do this. <laughs> I can't like in good conscience like answer. I don't know what I'm supposed to say to this. Yeah. So you don't. Anyways, you, you just run away, which is the exact right, right? thing to do. You leave. I mean, <laughs> I know. And though, I think the worst part was it's like he wasn't trying to be like dirty or anything. He was just like, isn't this a good thing and I was like I know I don't um I don't know and so then I just like ran home and then never saw him again really so, that was fate stepping in and being like my bad <laughs> no more my no bad more no more running into him I'm sorry Mia did you it's avoid really the deficit, did you avoid the frozen yogurt place um yeah well that was in the dorms so luckily oh, okay. i never that was like in our dorm so yeah so luckily i never um rare i went back there i went back to the dorms one more time i think after that to um to get some dorm food but <laughs> i know yes i have a question oh, yes. mia have you ever done this to get out of a date have you ever like faked a phone call or said i have to go to the bathroom and then don't come back um i well i've only ever i've been on like that's like one of the only dates I've ever been on. I only have ever dated people that I know and have like never had to like have that. So that's like Do one of the only ones. you get into relationships just, with everybody that you date usually? Um, well, I just never like go on dates. Like I'm like, I'm just like with, it's like someone's my friend and then, <laughs> and then we're like boyfriend. dating. Yeah. Like in my life, that's like, I've ne- like, I just have like never, I, yeah, I've only gone like, there, I was there only like one year where I went on like actual dates. And even then I didn't really go on dates. If I had things with people, they were just people that I knew mm-hmm. and then became things. So no, that's like, I think I can only think of like, that's like literally the only date I can think of where I went on a date with someone I didn't know that I like, cause you know, I like would see him around. Well, after that I date, like, I can see why you're like not into dating. That's so yeah. cringy. I'm like, I'll just, date the people I know it barely counts though it was like 10 minutes long. <laughs> <laughs> and I I bailed yeah I don't like because I think you guys I think I get really uncomfortable like we were talking about earlier when I just like encounter someone that I'm like oh we don't share a reality you know I'm like oh we just don't share the same like sort of what we think is funny and what we think is normal mm-hmm. and so when someone's like this is what I think is normal and it's not what I think is normal I'm like I yeah I do like I will flee um mm-hmm. or like find a way to end the convo um, I, and he was fine, but yeah, I guess I don't. Allie, have you I gone don't. to the bathroom and not come back? <laughs> Allie, I've done that I at have, parties. I have. It was a. It was like a. It <laughs> also, was on. Yeah, go ahead. It was on Valentine's Day, and it was. Um, <laughs> I went on this date with this guy, and it was like it was this like, year. No, no, oh. no, no. It was. This was like. When I was young, I would only do something like this when I was young. And, um, you know, I was mean when I was younger because, you know, I my only frame of reference for reality was like TV shows. And people do that in TV shows and movies all the time. They like crawl through the bathroom window to escape a date. And I (laughs) was in this weird like 
I was at Valentine's Day to this like frat party. And it was like we were like hanging out beforehand and we were about to get on the bus to go to a cool club. And I was like, I don't want to go to this club with this guy. And so I was like, hey, I have to use the bathroom. And then he's like, "Okay." And then I just walked out the front door and left. Did he not notice that? How the hell? <laughs> he was talking with other people and I was like, I'm just going to go to the bathroom. And then I just um didn't come back. And I don't do that anymore. Now I communicate like an adult and I don't just <laughs> leave. Um, he was really drunk. He probably didn't even notice. He probably saw another girl and thought it was me. <laughs> I was like, oh, look, there's Allie. I, I respect that. I think if it's not working... It's okay to leave. I mean, I guess like I, I guess I wouldn't want someone to do that to me as an adult. But in college, I think absolutely right. I think flee the ice cream shop, go to the bathroom, never come back. Yeah, um, I think it's an important thing to learn. At, at like, just in life, is like <laughs> you don't have to do it. <laughs> you, yeah. you can use, it's okay. It may be a bummer for that person, but if you're just like, this is going nowhere. I don't want to do this. You can just say, yeah, this ain't working. Uh, see ya. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Have a good time. Oh my God. As a server, I agree with that because you shouldn't waste people's time. But it's so sad to see as a server. I um, <gasps> had this one table where this guy was like waiting for his date to come and he like ordered a drink. And then like she came and sat down and within like 30 seconds, like walked out. And I went up and I was like, I was like, oh, do you need anything else? And he was like, that didn't. I'm so sorry. That did not go how I thought it was going to go. Oh, and then was just like, <laughs> I'll take the check. And then I gave him the drink for free Mia, because you gotta that's you so gotta good. not you gotta not make him pay for his his, his date that was sad that's so. very nice of you mia that's very nice thank you i'm a nice server i try to sneak people free stuff i always side with my and then was he like would you like to sit down and have dinner with me and you just like you know what i need to go i'm talking real shit Attention passengers, this is your captain speaking. Uh, it looks like we're a little backed up on the runway, so we're going to taxi for a minute. Uh, you'll have a little time to kill, so uh, look to your left, look to your right, and decide which one of you is the bad girl on this plane. <laughs> hey, what the fuck, Jerry? <laughs> I didn't hear the, <laughs> the intercom. <laughs> it gets hung up abruptly. <laughs> um, Bethann? Bethan, did you hear that? Yes. Yes, Louisa, what was that? Just I think the pilot, I was expecting him to say something about the the bathroom uh or the 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 seatbelt light, but he said decide which one was the bad, bad girl. girl. Hmm. How do you feel about hmm. that? I feel a little uncomfortable. I mean, I do feel uncomfortable, but my Kindle died and I don't have anything else to do. Okay. So I don't know. Which one of us do you think would be the bad girl? Well, I'm included in this too, right? <laughs> oh, oh. He said, look you to were... your left and look to your right and decide. Oh, I which thought you were of... taking a, a nap and now well... you're awake. Okay. Wow. Yeah, I it's... kind of sat down on the plane and immediately zonked out before we took off. Uh, <laughs> but that question okay. really piqued oh. my interest. <laughs> because earlier when I tapped you on the shoulder because I needed to use the restroom and you didn't wake up or move, I was like, wow, he's really dead asleep, but you're awake yeah. now. Well, honestly, that was. Who's weirder, the guy who falls asleep instantly upon sitting down on a plane or the woman who uses the restroom? 
before we take off. I have a small bladder. She has a Beth Ann has a small bladder. It's like a thimble. Let's say. So that's what I'll say. Maybe you get one point for having a small bladder. In which column? (laughs) Bad or good? I guess. I guess that's bad. It's bad. You wanna hmm. good girls ha- can hold it. <laughs> well, if we're saying <laughs> if if being a bad girl means your body is failing you, then uh, Jerry here, me, <laughs> I might be the baddest bitch in this plane. Well, what's failing about your body, Jerry? Uh, what isn't? I got a colostomy bag tied to my calf that I forgot oh. to empty before I got on the plane. So if the pressure well, in this thing goes in up it. too much, yeah, yep, the pressure goes up too much, we might all be getting a little bit of Jerry's mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> Jerry's berries. Well, maybe that's maybe that's two points for Jerry. <laughs> two points for Jerry. Two oh. points for Jerry. I'm a okay. bad girl. Um, the, the who, who likes, <laughs> who likes spicy food? Bad girls like spicy oh. food. Oh, I love spicy food, but I can't have it because I have acid reflux. But every now and then when I'm out socially, I will have a spicy dish and I'll just say, okay, this is on you tonight. So one point, point one point for you, Louisa. The flight attendant comes by. Um, sir, uh, your uh, wife and kid asked me to let you know that the person next to them agreed to. (laughs) Oh, he's out. He's out asleep again. I just pushed the card fast. <laughs> wow, he Jerry. What? Yes, what? Close one. Oh, I was like, oh. <laughs> Jerry, don't you want to sit with your wife and your kid? Not before I figure out who's the baddest girl in this in row N. Well, okay. Well, here's who who likes uh who who has uh sex. <laughs> oh my God! You get a point just for saying the word sex. <laughs> oh, oh! I might be the bad girl. <laughs> I've had sex. You well, heard I it. I have a kid. Oh, that's <gasps> right. Well, Ten points for you, Jerry. Ten points for you, Jerry. <laughs> what about you, Beth Ann? Um. Well, I haven't had sex, but I have ridden a lot of horses and. <laughs> Oh boy! And my hymen so has broken riding horses, so <laughs> I think I get at least one point for that. I would say that's a one point five. Well, if, you're, if we're counting every you? sexual experience you've had on a horse, then I got bad news for you. <laughs> Jerry's Jerry's the baddest girl in bitch town. Oh, oh, oh wow! Okay. I've made, well. I'm what they call a uh, oh, I'm a I'm a horse fluffer. A oh. horse fluffer. That sounds nice. Does that is that sort of like a hairstylist for a for a horse? Yeah, you like to brush horses' hair. <laughs> no, I got to. Uh, no, I I ride on top of the horses before the uh, stallion mounts them. Um, uh, it's one of the things. Have you ever heard of? Uh, Horse racing. 
Yes. Have you ever heard of that? The Kentucky Derby, of course. Yes. Oh, yes. I love the Kentucky Derby. I love a reason to wear a hat. Mm. And I never gamble, though. Only wear my biggest gamble is wearing a big hat. <laughs> a hat that's too that's big. A big gamble. <laughs> yeah. That's a big gamble. All right. Three points for you and your big hats. All a little, I did prime a horse. <laughs> a little child comes up. Daddy, daddy. <laughs> oh, daddy's asleep. Uh, okay, well, I walks, can't do that. <laughs> he walks back sad. <laughs> did you see that bad? Did you see that move? <laughs> yeah, that's, that was really ignoring your ignoring your child. I'm a, I'm a bad girl. Bad girls for life. We ain't. <laughs> I, I think you're just a bad father, Jerry. <laughs> yeah, that sounds like you might just be bad at being a husband and a father. Um, I have, you know, I, you know, something comes to mind being around Jerry and all this interesting energy. It's reminding me of something that I, I might want to add uh, to the for the point counting. Okay. Um, this one time, I went to um, meet uh, some friends for uh, for a, a cocktail. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, it was my birthday, and we didn't know, but it was um, they called it. Um, super swing night and it turned out that the bar we were going to we went to it was so funny we went to the wrong one we were we were at a sex club and i it was through a, a, a hilarious uh chain of events i ended up in the swing naked um with a with the riding crop just on just just uh, from the ceiling traveling above all the all the bar patrons and just and just Ooh. hitting them whenever i saw fit is that the hmm. bar where you go and there's a bunch of holes in the wall and you <laughs> You have to kind of just touch and suck anything that pops out of a hole. Oh, but then you've been there. Yeah. Oh my God. I go every Sunday with Trudy and Tam. Ding, 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 ding. (laughs) Flight attendant. Ding, ding. Oh my Listen. God. Have you been in the bathroom? Have you been in that bathroom? that's just a man where you just sit sit on a man. Shit on him. That's right. That's right. The human toilet. You know, toilet. Oh my God. I thought that was so fun. You know, his first name is Chuck. Where's my child? When I went, he had a ball gag in his mouth. (laughs) He was just making moo noise. Listen, I jerk off horses for fun, but this is crazy. (laughs) We cut to uh, Jerry with his wife in their hotel room in Hawaii. I don't care if you discovered you weren't baddest girl. You're not going to mope on our vacation. Well, what are, what is even my identity then? <laughs> you were you were never baddest girl. I don't know. I I'm sorry that you lost bad bad girl uh, on the flight. You didn't even sit with us. I thought you were asleep the whole time. I was for a little bit. <laughs> hey, I'm looking here on Yelp. Um, <laughs> do you think? Yelp and I'm on Amazon. Which sex swing do you think? <laughs> do you think they let me put a sex swing over in uh, in, in Hulu Harry's? What? No, they're not going to let you put a sex swing in Hulu Harry's. Wait, Hulu? I was thinking for Hula. I'm an idiot. Well, I don't. I've got a. I've got a nice day of horseback riding planned for us. We're gonna have dinner out. Excuse me. You're not. You're boring me. I want to date knock, a date. Knock, knock, knock. Knock, knock, knock. Sorry, room service. Yes. Would you get Hi. that? Hi. <laughs> sorry. Hi, sorry. Um, I have uh, a mac and cheese and a um, a lovely quesadilla. And oh, then. 
the check. And then one question, which is, who is the bad girl? <laughs> which one of you is the bad girl? Between me and my husband? Oh, yes. I think that's obvious. It's me. <laughs> you think so? Yeah, I uh, scissored those two women you sat next to on the plane. Um, and so, uh, yeah, I, um, I guess that's everything there is to know about me. I, uh, I grew up uh, in Grand Rapids, Michigan. Uh, I have a dog, no siblings. Um, and uh, yeah, uh, that's, uh, that's, that's it. Oh, look, our food just came. I, I got a three-course meal, and so did you. Uh, so great. Awesome. Awesome. Here you are, your starter, uh, your starter salads. Uh-uh. Okay. Thank you. Um, okay, what to talk about? What um, to talk about? Um, um, uh, I'm just going to... I'm just going to... Yeah, I'm just going to start with the salad and just kind of... Oh, really? You're, oh, you're eating so fast. Okay. Um, well, that's okay. So that's about you. Um, a little bit about me. I am a dental hygienist, uh, with a heart of gold. Um, <coughs> sorry. Oh my God. Are you okay? No, I just, uh, just eat a little fast. Um, I'm done with the salad. Let's do, uh, Oh shoot. This. It looks like we put a double order in on those salads. I have two more. Sa- here you go. Uh, sorry about that. That's oh, nice. house. Here you go. No, no, we're good. No, thank you. I only no. throw them out anyways. Uh, you know, uh, a couple more salads. Okay. All right. Um, great. Oh my God. That's so sweet. Um, I, I love the salad. It's, you know, it's, it's sort of on the, the Los Angeles's top salad list. Um, so anyways, more about me. Um, yeah, I grew up, um, I grew up outside of Portland, Oregon, um, on a, um, <gasps> I'm done. Dan, you, Dan, oh my God. That was like, done. A whole carrot, <laughs> done. that was decorative. What was decorative? That carrot you just like swallowed whole. Look, Diane, look, uh, do you know, do you know what it be, be on this date anymore? Do you, do you, do you, if you want to, if you want to leave, you, no. you could just leave. No, I have a rule, which is I give the person that I'm on a date with the entire meal to see if it works out. Obviously we have zero chemistry. You're boring as fuck, Diane. And we've been talking about your childhood for 35 minutes and I'm tired and I want to go home, but by God, I will eat these three courses because you deserve that. You deserve. Well, you know what, Diane, you know, who's boring you are. And you know, who's going to be boring out of their mind. You're going to sit here for the next three courses and I'm going to eat so slow. And I'm going to go back to telling you about the plot of the first Harry Potter book. No, please. uh, You wouldn't. (laughs) We see the manager walk by with boards and a hammer and nail storms coming in. Better uh, board this up. (laughs) Nobody's going anywhere tonight. We've got to stay safe. (laughs) No, good thing for you, Diane. There are six more books to get through. In the second Harry Potter book, Harry finds himself trapped 
in the London train station, King's Cross, if you will. Um, I read that when I was in the eighth grade. Braces, small girl bangs. Wasn't a good time for me. Give me that <laughs> steak knife. <laughs> I'm cutting through these Wait. boards. I'm getting out. No. <laughs> <sighs> Diane, <sighs> Diane, there's a storm coming. <laughs> You're not getting out of this date. I'm not boring. I'll prove to you I'm not boring. I'm coming after you. In the third book, Harry and his his uh, it finds out it, um, Sirius Black is escaped from Azkaban, and that's I read that book when I was in the ninth grade on a Christian summer camp to Ottawa, Canada. Oh my. God, the doors are locked. A giant, the doors are locked. A giant eyeball looks through the window. Uh, everybody, it appears that Godzilla is outside the restaurant. So uh, we're going to need everybody to stay inside. Otherwise, he will eat you. Uh, eat you right up like a Sour Patch Kid. So everybody just hang tight. Uh, get to know your guest or your date or whoever. <laughs> what if your date is still coming? <laughs> Here, have mine. You can have my date. No, I think I've got something. Oh, pretty touch good. your keepers. Touch your keepers. <laughs> huh? Touch your keepers. Wait. Touch your keepers. Wait, now I have to be on a date with this guy. Uh, yep. Well, yep. You guys touch. Okay. Gee, hi. You're on a date now. Hop. Okay. I touch, you. I touch back. <laughs> oh, okay. I guess I got to go back to my date with Diane now. No, I touch no. back. Touch. <laughs> Okay. You see a little raccoon come in in a nice little dress with her hair all done and sees Josh sitting with these two people. Ah, ah, no! no. Karen, it's not what it looks like. Leaves on a motorcycle. Godzilla eats it up. All right, that'll do it for today's episode of the Meat Improv. Uh, Allie, Mia, thank you so much for being yeah. on. Yeah. Um, <gasps> thank you so much for having thank us. Thank you so much for having us. Two of my uh, favorite people to play with. Thanks for doing it. Oh, thanks, guys. Oh, thank uh, you so much. So the podcast is called uh, P.S. I Love Rom-Coms. Um, is there anything else you'd like to plug? Social media, whatever yes. you like. Yeah, so uh, our podcast is P.S. I Love Rom-Coms. Our Instagram is at P.S. I Love Rom-Coms Pod. You know, we would love some reviews, some positive reviews, just a couple more. Uh, we've been told that we need some more. So just, you know, if you have some free time, that would be a lovely Valentine's Day gift. And then oh, Terminator out. Oh, fuck. Will you talk about March Christmas? Yes. Yes. Um, yeah. Yeah. So you can follow us at those places Allie mentioned. Um, give us give us a, a rate and a review. We love we love reviews. Anything you have to say to us, you can say on the Apple review area. Um, <laughs> I'm like a threat. <laughs> anything you want to say to me, you can say it on Apple reviews. Okay. Um, on a de- <laughs> in addition to, um, to just, you know, getting people excited, um, in addition to uh, what we've been saying, um, in this coming March, we're doing something very exciting um, to honor uh the month of March as March Madness, we will be doing our own bracket fun with March Magnus in which we will be watching every single Meg Ryan rom-com that exists. Whoa. We have seats and brackets ready and there will be only one champion at the end of March. So tune in. We have a new episode out every Thursday and um, we'd love for you to join us. Um, feel free to fill out your own uh, bracket and um, you know, feel what you think might who would be the winner. Very cool. 
Um, excellent. Jake? Um, you can go to weimprov.org to look at classes uh, or twitch.tv slash weimprov to check out shows. I'm at Josh Simpson and everything. Uh, my YouTube channel is called Lazy Susan. Uh-huh. Uh, the Meat Improv is on all the platforms uh, at The Meat Improv. And we also, uh, you can review this podcast on iTunes. Please do. We have 99 five-star reviews and one one-star review. And guess which one I think about? Uh, <laughs> guess which one keeps me up at night? Uh, someone doesn't like us. Uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, and we have our, our weekly bonus episode called The Potatoes and a Discord channel, which you can access at patreon.com slash improv. That's it. Uh, thank you so much for listening. Stay safe out there. We'll see you next time on The Improv.